Hello and welcome to Conversations with Jules and Ange. We are your hosts, Julie Smith and Angela Bleacher. We are two women passionate about helping others show up as their true selves in this world. We hope to support and inspire you along your journey of becoming the person you were always meant to be. Because the one thing we know with absolute certainty is that the world needs you. On today's episode, we're going to dive into our minds and discuss the topic of thoughts, what they are, what they aren't, and how to retrain them. All right, Ange, let's go. So Jules, you know, from the very beginning, our mission for this podcast um, has been to bring the tools, the strategies, and the people that have and continue to help us along our journeys. Um, and currently where I am right now is I'm at this place that honestly, for the first time in my life, I am a hundred percent ready and primed to heal my, um, disordered relationship with both food and, uh, my body image. So I, have recently hired a coach who is a dietitian who specializes in eating disorder to help me along um, this healing process. And, you know, a few weeks into working with her, you sent me a text just asking how it's going. And, um, you know, I responded that, you know, I have a lot of work to do. Um, it's hard, but I'm just very hopeful and and excited right now. Um, and then I kind of half jokingly, but half serious also wrote, you know, that I'm also getting a lot of great content for our podcast through this experience. (laughs) Um, and I think you replied with like, make sure you take detailed, uh, notes, which I am doing. (laughs) Um, But then after that, I just like thought, like, why wait to share what I'm going through and the the tools and what I'm the strategies I'm using to heal? Why wait till I get to the on like to the other side of this? Like, why not share along this journey, this process, um, you know, with people, with the audience? And that kind of led us to today's topic, which is reprogramming, um, our thoughts, our thought patterns. Um, you know, what I have learned is, you know, I have lived in such a mindset of restriction, um, and just living out the cycle of restriction, binge, restriction, binge, and, truly to break the cycle, to shift out of it. I have to retrain those restrictive thoughts to those of abundance because it's in abundance that freedom is found. Um, And, you know, for me, it's like this, this place of restriction, this this place of disordered thoughts around food and body has just 
like caused more suffering in my life than anything else. Truly, it has just like robbed me of so much joy and experiences and it has taken up more mental and emotional space um, than anything else. And I'm just ready, so ready to heal. And that's why I'm just so passionate about this episode and hopefully future ones around this too. Because I, if, if we can get information out there that will help people heal sooner and I don't know, just save anyone from any amount of suffering, like it's just worth it to me. So, so yeah, so today we're going to talk about, you know, how to do that, how to reprogram our thoughts, um, to live the life we want. So, you know, you and I, Jules, will go through some examples, um, of how we do that and are doing that. But before we go into those, I thought it'd be just like valuable if we just talk about, thoughts themselves, um, just to, I don't know, bring some awareness. And I think we've talked about a few of these things before just around what thoughts are and what they aren't. Um, I think it'll be a good kind of foundation and then we can dive into, um, how we go about retraining them. So, all right, let's talk Jules about what some definitions of, of what thoughts are. Yeah. Before I do that, I just want to pause and say thank you for for doing the work and hiring the coach and not only doing that hard work, but then sharing it with the world. Um, it's so brave and it's so vulnerable. And I'm like, I'm crying on the other side of this computer screen because it is just such a blessing to be with you in life. So thank you, first of all, for doing that. Thank you, Jules. Okay, let's talk about what thoughts are, what thoughts are not. So we're going to go through a few points. Um, First and foremost, thoughts are not truth. They are not facts. Um, Kathy Heller said this in one of her courses. And as as soon as she said it, I just started giggling to myself because it was so blunt and it was so obvious, but it also helped me to understand the concept that thoughts really are not true. They are just there. They pop in and out. And she said, the only real fake news that you ever hear is is what's going on in your head. Your mind just decides to tell you something and then you believe it's true. And it's really, I I sat there and I'm like, it's honestly like watching the news. Like people are just feeding you information (laughs) and you decide if it's true or not, right? So your mind decides to tell you something and then you believe it. So your job from here on out, because now we've planted the seed for you guys, you have the awareness to know that the thoughts that are in your mind might not be facts. They might not be true. So you need to start questioning the thoughts that you are becoming aware of. All right. And this is what that looks like. All right. Here's an example. Um, I hear this one a lot. Uh, There's no way you can do that. Okay. And so when I hear that in my mind, I pause and I'm going to ask, is that really true? Question mark, right? Here's another one. Um, When you lose the weight, you'll be good enough. And again, pause and ask, is that true? Right? So you, you hear the thought, 
And then you have to actively ask it. Are you, is this serving me? Is this true? And if it's not, just let it go. It's just, it's in your brain and it's gone. So the real, the, the homework here is become aware of the thoughts in your mind and then start figuring out what is true and what is not. That's your homework here. All right. Anything to tag on there, Ange? Yeah. I just like love this. It's, it sounds so simple, but it's so crazy how we just accept thought our thoughts as the truth so yeah. easily. So just beginning to, like you said, just become aware and then question it because random things come into our head and they are just not fact. They're not truth. And like, we have to stop accepting it. Yep. Okay. Point number two is thoughts are external from us. And something that really helped me, I'm a visual person, grasp this is I had to almost, when a thought was in my mind, I have to almost put it in a bubble and then pull it out of my brain in my head, pull it out and look at it away from my brain. And then, and then I'm able to question it. And that to me helps me realize that is not part of me. It's actually external. I don't know if you have any other ways of thinking about that, Ange. Yeah. I always think about this. Um, I'm going to give an example of a computer. Now, as I think about this, I actually don't know how computers work. So for those of you who do, if this isn't actually how they work, just go with it. Just bear with me for this. But like our thoughts, yeah, our thoughts are not of us, right? They are not our essence. They are not our inner knowing. They are not of our being. So like I think of a computer. So we have a computer and then on a computer, we could like download software and that software will influence and dictate what that computer does, but that software is not the computer. So essentially then we can change that software, whatever, undownload it, re- put another software piece of software on and change then what that computer does, but it's separate from the computer. So our thoughts are not of us, which I think is really valuable to understand as we go into the third point we want to bring up. Yeah. Great example. And I also have no idea how computers work. (laughs) Makes sense to me. Thanks. Great. (laughs) Um, The third point is thoughts can be reprogrammed. And I'm going to let you give your example here. Yeah. Yeah. And essentially this is, you know, what we'll dive deeper into today. Um, But yes, since they, number one, are not true. Number two, are external from us. That means that we can then retrain what we think, how we think. Um, And the visual I like to have for this is like a ski slope, right? So um, kind of our default thoughts are one way down the mountain. So we just keep using the same ski slope going down, going down, going down. Now, because that is just the way we've always thought, that path is pretty well-defined, pretty easy for us to navigate, we just naturally go there. We really don't have to think about it. It's almost automatic. Um, however, there's other ways down the mountain. So now we can choose another path. Um, the hard part with this is that path is not 
well-defined. So now we have to put in a lot of energy and effort to start going down the mountain on another path, another slope. And, but with repetition, right? We, if we keep going down that new pathway, it becomes easier and easier. The snow gets packed down. It becomes more defined. It gets easier. It takes less and less energy. Um, and eventually actually becomes easier than the old one. Now that old one does not go away, but with repetition, this new path can be the easiest and now our new default path. So I just like that thought pattern of kind of this new ski slope that's just going to take time and effort to define and eventually it's going to be easy. So that's a really good example. Yeah. I like that visual. All right. So let's go through Jules then like some of our personal examples and the steps um, we're doing. So I'm going to start and I'm going to go through two different examples. Um, And these are things that, you know, I'm working with, with um, my coach, kind of like I mentioned earlier, this to break free from this like restriction binge pattern, um, it's this process of retraining um, any thoughts, any restrictive thoughts to that of abundance for me. Um, And the first step, you guys have heard us say this before, and you'll probably be sick of it, but we're going to say it time and time again. But the first step to any change is awareness. Um, So step one is becoming aware of my restrictive thoughts. And honestly, this is where having a coach has been super, super valuable because there are what she terms like secret mental restrictions. There's so many thoughts that I didn't even know AI was having. And I did not know that were restrictive that she has brought to my awareness, um, which has been just so profound in the healing because I need awareness to change anything. So for example, we were talking about, she wanted me to just like talk about how I structure my meals um, day to day throughout the week. And I told her um, that two days of the week, I work early in the clinic and my first patient's at 630 in the morning. So I told her on those days, I don't eat breakfast before that because it's too early to eat. And she's like, what do you mean it's too early to eat? I was like, you know, it's early. I can't eat that early. And she's like, says who? I was like, oh, (laughs) what a good point you bring up. Says no one. Like there's actually no rule about that. So... I was like, I had no idea that I just like was thinking that. I just thought, for, I don't know, for some reason that was true. Um, so it's number one, become aware. Okay. It's too early to eat was this thought. Become aware of it. Second step is I need to take that thought, place it almost like you said in a bubble outside of me. So I move it external for me. And from there, I can analyze that thought. And she has me ask myself two questions. The first question is, is this thought true? Okay, so it's too early to eat. 
is this thought true? Well, no, I guess I can eat whenever there's no time. Like you can eat whenever there's, so that is not true. Um, the second question is, is this thought helpful? So when I think about it, like also, no, it's not helpful because living in these restrictive thoughts has just perpetuated my cycle of restrict and binge. Um, and this restriction takes me out or makes me act outside of my body, right? So I, I act based on these rules versus based on what my body needs and wants. Um, all right. So become aware. Num- number two, place it outside of you and interrupt it with the questions. Is this thought true? Is this thought helpful? And then the third step to that, this is then, then I have the choice. I could either keep this thought and allow it in, or I can choose to then replace it with a new thought. And so I'm choosing to now replace it with a new thought. So I am allowed to eat whenever I want. So here's the fun thing about this, what at least I've found very fascinating is <clears throat> there are mornings that I wake up now and I still don't eat before. Like I still am doing the exact same action, but it's coming from a very different place because now if I'm not, if I choose to not eat that early, it's because I'm just not hungry. So it is a choice based on my body versus based on these mental restrictive thought patterns. And that just feels so innately different and has just been just unbelievable um, for shifting my whole like paradigm around this. So, so yes, so that's an example of kind of my food restriction thoughts. And I want to go through one more about my body image because also what I'm learning through this um, process with my coach is my relationship to my body image is actually kind of, well, it is actually the source of this restrict and binge patterning. So I need to fundamentally work on that and change that relationship if I want my life to be different. So um, so let's go through a body image issue or a uh, thought pattern rather. So most mornings when I wake up, um, look myself in the mirror and very common for me to have a negative, a negative self-image and a negative thought. So for instance, um, an example, one that happens to me a lot is I look myself in the mirror and I say to myself, and your legs are too big. So, all right, number one, we'll go through the steps is become aware. So now I'm just very acutely aware of every thought entering my mind. So when I think that and your legs are too big, I become aware of it. Step two, I put that thought outside of me. I interrupt it and I question it. So the first question, is that thought true? Now, here's the funny thing with that is some days 
I say yes to that. I'm like, that still feels true to me. And I let myself say yes. I just give myself grace. And if that's still true, I let it just be true. But that's why I love this second question so much, because then I go to, is this thought helpful? And then I take it a step further. Has this thought ever been helpful in my life? And I've yet to ever answer yes to that. The answer is always no. Like none of these thoughts, I've been doing the same crap for years. Has it ever gotten me to a better place? No. Has me thinking my legs are too big ever made anything better? They've never made my legs smaller. They've never made me feel better. They've just caused like mental and emotional stress. Like they've never added any value to my life. They've never been helpful. So I always can say, no, that thought has never been helpful to me. And then I go to step number three. I can choose. I can keep this thought or I can replace it with a new one. And so I'm choosing to replace it with a new one. And most days, what that looks like is I say, my body is healthy. My body is strong. And it instantly shifts me into this place of gratitude and appreciation, um, which once again, just feels so different and allows me to live just in such a different state, Um, which is wild. And so, yeah, so these are these are the steps. This is legitimately what I'm doing all day, every day with my thoughts. And it's a lot of work. It's, it's nonstop, but just like that ski slope, it's just, I have to keep putting in these repetitions, redefining a new path down that mountain. So I'm just doing this all day, every day, repetition, repetition, repetition. Because I just know that then these new thought patterns of abundance are going to be my defaults. And I just know like that is where my freedom from this will be. So those are my steps and kind of what I'm doing right now. Um, how about you, Jules? Yeah. I'm going to go back to what you said about this it is a lot of work and it is hard. And I, I want to, I want to comment on that because you get to a point where you're sick of your own shit, right? I should probably edit that out. Nope. Whatever. Um, And so this is for the person, this exercise, this episode, this is for the person who is like, I am ready to be done with this thought pattern because it's not easy and the, the you there is some work required, but on the other side of it is freedom, what you said, Ange. And so I just want to stop you guys here and and let you know that there is a lot of behind the scenes work here. But once you start getting in the habit of awareness of the thought, ask it the question, reprogram, it it it's quick. And then it helps you almost have just a, a calmer nervous system really throughout the day. comment on that before I stepped into mine. And I'm just going to tack on. That's such a good point, Jules, too. Cause like literally my first appointment with my coach that that's why I said, I'm like, listen, 
I am, I'm turning 37 years old and the vast majority of my life, I've been living in this place, this mindset. And I'm sick. I just can't do it anymore. Like I just, I have things to do and this is limiting me. So you just get to this point that like I'm done and I need something different. Um, and also while yes, it's going to take time and work to your point. Also Jules, like even just a few weeks of doing this, I feel different. Like I fundamentally feel different. So Yes, it's going to take time for to get on the other side of it, but the change is pretty immediate. It's going to feel like you're learning how to drive a car. In the very beginning, it feels very clunky and scary and hard, and then you just keep doing it. And then you're like, oh, I can drive a car with one hand and and the other. Love that. Yes. Okay, let's go into mine. I'm just going to share one of mine because it really is the driver behind a lot of my thoughts. And it has taken me really a long time to arrive at what is really the, what is the thing that is driving these negative thoughts? And I, we're going to stick with my thoughts around resting. Um, I have become acutely aware that I am uncomfortable in my skin when I am resting because I don't feel like I should be resting. So I'm going to walk you through some things I hear in my head when I am, when I say resting, it could be sitting, it could be watching TV, it could be, I mean, it's just like active rest where I am not working, working out, playing with the kids. Okay. So when I am honestly doing nothing or doing mindless things, I hear in my head, um, you are useless or this is useless. You are wasting time. You shouldn't be doing this. Um, You don't get to just rest. Um, You should be doing something to help someone or to better yourself, right? Like there's a sense of urgency always behind, always in my mind when I'm sitting down resting. So in the past, before I was aware of the thoughts running through my mind, um, I listened to them consciously and subconsciously, unfortunately. And they drove my behavior to just do all the things for all the people. And it wasn't until I became aware of what was really driving the uncomfort with rest. Um, It's this feeling of being useless when I am resting. Okay. So we're going to go step-by-step through how I have started to retrain those thoughts So step one is become aware of the thought. So I'm sitting on my couch at night. I've had a long day. And here's the thought that comes through. This is useless for you to sit here and relax right now. Okay. And so I ask this thought, I pulled out of my brain, I put it in my bubble and I say, is this true? Am I truly being useless by sitting here on my couch and relaxing? Um, no, it's not true. Uh, I had a 12 hour work day and physically my body needs to relax and, and recharge in order to be able to show up tomorrow for my, for myself, for my family, for my kids, for my patients. Right. So I had, I have to walk my body through that. Like, no, actually rest is good and rest is needed and it is not useless. So I say to that thought, that's not true. Um, be on your way. Thank you for coming. We're going to welcome in a new thought. 
and I replace it with what I'm doing right now is so helpful for my body and my mind and my family. And then it's almost like I can just exhale as soon as I let that new thought in. And then I just, if there's other thoughts sitting there, like, here's the thing. When I'm sitting on that couch, the, this is useless. It's going to show up. I'm going to walk it, walk through the steps. And then another one's going to pop up like two minutes later. And I'm going to do it again over and over again until I have exhausted all of the options of this being useless. And I can just sit there in peace. I love that example too, because I feel like just even in culture or society like that thought or belief is like thrown at us so much and like productivity and value um, and, you know, rest being in just this negative, um, I guess, view of what rest is and just how cool it is to now retrain yeah your thoughts that like rest is actually so valuable um you know what I mean like yes such a good example that I think a lot of us deal with too I love it my other one it really just goes back to rest so (laughs) it's all about rest guys for me it's so funny. I know when you talk about the, uh, Jules, it's like, you know, you val- you feel like your value is just like in doing, doing, doing. And it's yeah. so funny when you talk about that too, because just like, all right, that's in your mind. But then as your friend, someone who's external from you, obviously, I think about them like never once did I think, do I ever think to myself like, you know why Julie's a value to me? Because she does a lot of stuff. Like, right. it, I, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's like yeah. never crossed my mind. Like it's, but it's just so interesting how our brains and minds work. So yeah, it is. But it's time to, like we talked about, retrain, kind of enter that place of abundance now. So, all right. Well, thank you everyone for joining us today. And we hope that you feel ready to begin reprogramming the thought patterns that are not serving you in your life. Um, If you like our content, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the show and share with a friend. All right. We are signing off. Love, Jules and Ange.